Right, I think we're recording now. Are you doing okay? Um, we are very good. It's good to be back in the room and start. I say like I've been back in the room. I've been in and out. Wait, we haven't started. I haven't introduced you yet. Hold <laughs> fire. Sorry, I just ran into mode. <laughs> Paul's like ready. Just go in. <laughs> this is in. Shit. I was in. I haven't even, like, my, t- my tears are cooled down yet. <laughs> man on the schedule, clearly. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a mini episode of In The Frame. Today we're chatting to director and choreographer Drew McConey and producer Paul Taylor-Mills. The duo first collaborated on the UK premiere of In The Heights with Drew winning the 2016 Olivier Award for Best Choreographer. Drew most recently held the Broadway production of King Kong, whilst Paul is busy producing Heathers and Be More Chill. They're currently working together on MT Fest, Paul's festival of new musical theatre at the Turbine Theatre. Lots of new shows are being staged, including Cake, which Drew is directing. We had a little chat at the start of the week on the day that our theatres reopened during a quick break from rehearsals. Here's the interview. Drew McConey and Paul Taylor-Mills, you are in the frame. Hi, thanks for having us. Good day. Happy Monday. Is this going out on a Monday? Have it's going out on Tuesday. It. It's going out tomorrow. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what I love, you two, this is, I mean, I've done some glamorous interviews in my time, but never as glamorous as this. You two are literally <laughs> sat outside at Battersea Power Station on the streets <laughs> to do a quick interview. We're sat outside where we belong, sat here thinking about the fact that we've just had the best four hours uh, back in the rehearsal room. I say I have. I've dipped in and out. Drew's been in it for four hours. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, you know, face aching from smiling. It's one of those things where anybody opening their mouth and just creating magic in the room is just, you're just so moving to watch. And I, and I also haven't been sitting down much. I've been dancing around behind everybody where they can't see me. So it's pretty thrilling. How does it feel? Today's a crazy, incredible day. We've got a bit of light, right? Everyone, just to look on Twitter or anywhere, people are happy. There's hope. Stuff's happening. People are going to the theatre tonight. What What's the vibe like? I mean, I think it's pretty incredible. Like when we got off the tube this morning, it's like it's literally just like floating our way into rehearsals. I mean, it's just kind of, we really get that feeling that it's like moving forwards now. And I think the word that you use, hope, is just absolutely spot on because it's kind of like that feeling of the industry coming together again and starting to be able to be part of the of the very important job that the arts play, which is part of the healing process. And, and I think that that kind of healing starts from now. So that's, that's really an exciting time. Mm. It's, yeah, it's a curious feeling. It's like, I think, Drew hit the nail on the head. I think what we want to do is make sure that we are excited to get back to what we all love, but at the same time, remember everything that we've learned, you know, and I keep having to remind myself that too. And uh, because you can easily just slip back into old habits. And actually the last year in lots of ways has been tricky and difficult. And, but actually there's also been some real nuggets of gold that we've kind of learned. And I think the hope is that we move forward with all of those things still very much planted at the back of our minds. Mm. Tell me, when did you two first meet? How did you two first meet? <laughs> Which one of you was telling I actually can't remember because I've got the worst memory. I actually was it at Greenwich Theatre? It might have. No, I think it was at the Union. I think you were producing um, Beautiful Game. Yes. I think that's yes. when I first met you. Um, 
but then kind of we started working together first on In the Heights um, when you were a producer at Curve, yes. weren't you, at the time? Yes. And I was there choreographing my first kind of big musical, which was That was Chicago. a good first show for us to work on. I wish it all was... of my first collaborations were that good. <laughs> and, uh, and famously, Paul likes telling the story that he bullied me, into, which is very true. I, I didn't want to do In the Heights. I said no to it many, many times. And Paul kind of Why? Why were you saying it. no? If, ever, if everyone could see my face now well, nodding and so smiling. It's so interesting because... The, I, the reason I didn't want to do it was because I didn't think I was the right person for it. I think both culturally, stylistically, all of those things. And I was like, no, you need to. And I, and I was saying to, I remember the way he got me in the end was after I said, well, you got me because you pushed me against the wall in literally theatre, just saying, literally. right, tell me why. And I kind of went through the show and said, what you need for the show is, and basically list his whole thing of what he needs for the show. And he was like, exactly. And you know what it is to so do it. I was like, oh, okay, right, I'll do it. It was one of those things where I literally was like, right, okay, I'll do it. Just stop pestering me. Right, I'm going to do it. And then literally day one of rehearsals and I was like completely in love with the show. And, and now it's like, oh, my career would be very, very different if I hadn't just given in to Paul Taylor Mill. So now when he asks me to do things that he thinks are great, I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I need to trust you. He just, just says yes, just says yes. Some, one day I'll force him to do something that will be a huge disaster and then he'll never listen to me again. <laughs> Although I don't feel like cake is that thing. I mean, no. we're trying our best. Cake is the thing that we're working on for MT Fest. And we're both trying our best just to let the, I think the sauce be simmer. But, you know, Drew said it himself when we started rehearsals, we're both just the biggest fan of this material. And you're sat in the rehearsal, and you're just like, oh my goodness, this could be something so, so special. And there's that feeling of wanting to protect the baby and yeah. be both excited, but not let it get carried away with itself. I mean, I'm uncontrollable in the rehearsal room. I mean, I know it's because I've not been doing much for a year or so, but it's, it's just the, the kind of the tone and the style and the music just feels so kind of unstoppable in, in its kind of power and energy and it's kind of it's vibe it's just it's just kind of you know it's, it's really really exciting so you know i was like i said pretty uncontrollable in the rehearsal room today just dancing around but no i think it's uh, it's got a really exciting energy behind it and the idea of all these different shows coming together to you know you know launch at this particular time the idea that we could be on the day that theaters are opening up in a music theater festival where you know you're, you've got a collection of the shows any one of which could be the next big thing it just feels like this is exactly how the industry should be opening up not with necessarily the kind of safety of known things but actually the kind of commitment and the and the declaration that, that new times new product new stories are about to be told and it feels like it's exactly how i want to be spending this first day back at theater land I love that. I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. That's so good. Stealing it. But Drew, this sounds like it's it's cool. Like you've got it says it's combining rap with R and B. You've got 18th century France. Like it's it's all these different factors coming together that some at least shouldn't match, but potentially probably mm. will and be a genius combination. What's the vibe? What's it like to work on? Like, it's it interesting that you just literally before we came, we just obviously left rehearsals, and literally before we came to speak to you. I said to Drew, I was like, the thing about this is it's this weird hybrid of kind of everything. And I said to Drew, I think the hard thing is where does it sit in the, mm. not just like the ecology of theatre land, but is it a theatre? Is it gig theatre? Is it a dance piece? Is it a pop concert? And I think that's why we're both kind of scratching our head, but also really excited at the same time, because it kind of just doesn't naturally, and I guess lots of people think this about their work, but it doesn't feel like it goes into a certain place at the moment. Um, it feels like the, the, like it's one of these things where like what Paul and I are trying to do at the moment is like allow, allow us to be led by the show in terms of like what's, what, where it's going to end up. 
but you're right in terms of all the different styles. What, what I think is kind of unifying about it is it has this amazing feeling of being both kind of nostalgic and reminiscent of a kind of youthful hopefulness, but also it feels really forward-leaning. So it's kind of got this thing where, like, you know, people of my generation, like in their 30s, I go, oh, this is absolutely that bot from the summer. Like, it absolutely feels like that. And yet there's kind of like Dua Lipa meets um, Elton John meets The Streets. And, you know, it's kind of like yes. got this real hybrid of stuff that it's like every single tune that we've been playing today just the the look on everyone's faces it's like everyone's just got their arms in the air and bopping so it's kind of a thing where like there's so many different things that this could be and yet i actually think that the thing that's going to tell us what it is is actually when the audience come because it's like it has in my in my opinion it has the power and it has the ability to turn into a kind of cult thing like Six did in that like it's so music it's so experiential when it comes to the music the music inhabits you so fully that I think that the way I see it at the moment is kind of like a gig and a ballet happening at the same time but it's it, what, how that manifests itself into stage because of course for MT Fest we're keeping us I'm being really strict with myself to just make it all direct, you know, all stay behind music stands you know and really just let the music speak for itself and, and the dialogue but I think that it is, it's, it's kind of hard to describe in terms of like when you talk about all those different styles, but something about the way that it comes together, it, it, it really, for me anyway, it really works. It, and it, it's because it's unified by this sense of hope and, and, and optimism. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's exciting for that way. But you saying about how you don't really know how it fits. I mean, that's why we need festivals like this, right? That's why we need those places where you can try things out. And I mean, I always, I'm always talking about how on Broadway, you know, like everything, so many shows have out-of-town tryouts and in development for it feels like longer and get more chance. We don't almost do it as much over here because it's so expensive and complicated to do. But like, I guess that's why something like MT Fest is so important. So we do have these opportunities for people to try things out. And then also just for new writers and new people to come through and for new work to be seen, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what's so brilliant about what Paul's doing is that this opportunity um, is really, really rare. I mean, I've often said that, you know, with musicals, because so often they have to be delivered at, at a big scale, that um, if you miss your shots, you don't get given another one. Whereas what's great mm. about what Paul's doing is is providing an environment in which you can go, like today, there was moments in the room where we were able, we had the privilege and the luxury to stand in front of a, a cast, an amazing cast, and say, yeah, we don't know about that bit yet. Whereas you don't get that opportunity when you're rehearsing because you're opening straight away at Drury Lane. Like, you don't get that opportunity to say, I don't know yet. And I think that that is the thing that is being, that is sometimes really missing. And, and Paul being given us that opportunity is... I mean, I spent my so life well. saying that. I say, like, I just don't know. I honestly, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's been, it's done okay. I still don't know. I'm still making it up as I go along and trying to do the right thing. And yeah, it's, it's, you're right though. We just have to try and be a bit more open and allow ourselves to be a bit more vulnerable and... Because most of the lovely things that have happened in my life have been mistakes. <laughs> and they've been where things have not, in the Heights, for instance, wasn't meant to happen. It happened really, really late. Heathers, everyone told me not to do it. You know, it, it's so interesting, isn't it? You know, you just have to hope for the best. Mm. Well, that's why, though, for audiences, it'll be so special because they have, no one has any idea what's going to happen. They could be really exactly. lucky and they could see something that will then go on and and have a major, like a massive future life and they can be that person who's like, well, I saw cake when it was at the turbine with, you know, we hope. 50 people. Um, so people need to go and see it. It's there like this week, right? Lots of stuff at MT Fest. And then you also have Rally Fest going on. I know I know lots about um, Wreckage, which is an incredible play, but lots of really cool stuff happening. Um, so go and check it out, right? Thank you. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks go for and enjoy us. your dad dose, boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. 
you can see Cake at the Turbine Theatre this weekend before it heads off on a digital tour. Visit theturbinetheatre.com for info and tickets. I'll be back next week for a normal, full-out, full-length episode with the incredible Christina Bianco. Thanks for listening.